Welcome to the Life Podcast, where we offer real hope to real people dealing with real life. We filter our thoughts through God's thoughts and our ways through God's ways. We pray you're blessed by this podcast. Enjoy the show. Living intentionally for eternity, people. We are back live. Today, I'm joined by the sage. (laughs) The wise one. (laughs) The pastor. (laughs) Mr. E. What's up, my brother? Hey, what's going on? How you doing, man? (laughs) It's the reason why it took a long time to get that out. Anyway. (laughs) Because I'm used to saying I'm joined yeah, by the right. smooth, smooth, <laughs> smoothest man in the land. The smoothest man in the land, right? I'm used to saying that. Yeah. It kind of flows down. <laughs> but the smoothest man is out on uh, leave today. <laughs> we let him have some leave today. He's not feeling well, but he's here with us in spirit. So yeah. we thank for him. Lift up a prayer for the creepy crawler, the one who levitates when he walks, feet never hits the ground. <laughs> Dave Lutz. <laughs> you got to lift him up, lift him up. Lift interesting, him up. In, interesting show today. Uh, but before that, Life Podcast, we like to filter our thoughts through God's thoughts. We like to filter our ways through God's ways. And we like to filter our words through God's word. Also, we seek to live out God's word and God's world always want to throw that out mr e because it's all about him that's it not to us not to us but to his name be all the glory so my favorite scripture (laughs) yes sir (laughs) yes sir today mr e we're gonna be talking about mr damar hamlin Mm, and what took place on january 2nd it seemed like it was just yesterday but that thing was 22 days ago (laughs) almost a whole month man almost a whole month of (laughs) Just that was a crazy night. I was scared. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I I was in a hotel room because I was off at a college, um, doing some stuff. And that night, it was just an ominous feeling to me. I just felt like it was ominous. Anyway, because the play before that, before Hamlin got hurt, a dude was on a kick return and he fell on his neck, kind of weird. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, somebody. I literally said, man, somebody going to die tonight. I said wow. that out of my mouth because wow. I was going yeah. past the TV. And then the next play that happened, I said, wow. man, I ain't no prophet. I ain't right. <laughs> Lord, are you calling said, me to something? <laughs> I said, oh, no. <laughs> so um, so when I, when I saw that, I just was like, oh, man. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, you see people go down yeah. and kind of lay there for a while, but you just expect. Oh, he gonna come back up. He right, get back up. Right, I did too, man. And you know I they did. cut to commercial. And you're like, okay, it is what it is. He hope he alright. Mm-hmm. Then they cut back. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's still down. We'll be right back. Okay, two. All right, I get that. Mm-hmm. Third time. Yeah, yeah. Ambulance on the field. You like something's going on. And then you had Joe Buck. Um, and we just got word that they are administering CPR. Now you're like, that's serious. Yeah, yeah. It really got Whoa. serious quick. It did. It did. Um, I think the whole everybody that was watching that that night just froze. It was almost as if time stood still for a minute. Bro, yeah. I couldn't sleep. Yeah, I just was yeah. playing for this dude. Yeah. I remember talking to my dad. I called dad. I called my dad, and I was like, "Are you seeing this?" He was like, "Yeah, I, I see it. It's weird." Da, 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 da. And we prayed for him. Mm-hmm. I tried to go to sleep. I just kept waking up. Like any new news. And you remember the first night? It was no news. Right. It was right, just like he's in critical right. condition. Yep. That's it. Yep. He was yep. in the hospital. We ain't know if he then we find out he had to be resuscitated on the field. Yeah. And then we find out he had to be resuscitated at the hospital. Hospital, yeah. Yeah. That was whew. Yeah, man. I tell you, it just really reminded me that 
life is so fragile and we're going to talk about that and and so many things can happen in just that quick that, that quick. quick you go into a game thinking i'm just going to play a game like i played for ever <laughs> yeah. you know and yeah. this particular night my life actually ends for a moment you know he died yeah in essence yeah he saw yeah. the white <laughs> yeah yeah definitely in essence so um definitely. that was that was that was weird so um, here's just some of the highlight headlines that I saw as I've been researching a little bit more, trying to dig deeper. So, uh, we know that he suffered cardiac arrest, but it, it's, it's been new allegations and new things that came out that gave us a more specific, uh, condition for what he had. And it was called, uh, <laughs> commodio cordis is what he suffered. Commodio cordis is what he suffered. Mm. And that's a phenomenon in which a sudden blunt impact to the chest causes sudden death in the absence of cardiac damage. So usually when this happens, the person dies. Yeah. So I guess briefly he did, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, and I know we was talking before, but the interesting thing about this is that um, on the vat in the vascular section of the heart, you have to hit, hit the valve at the exact time, time is going to, around a certain part of the heart for that mm -hmm. to happen. Right, right, right. So it's like, that's freaky. Yeah, yeah, that's. <laughs> that's, that's, that's crazy yeah, that yeah. it hit at the exact same time where he was mm -hmm. and it had that impact. Can you remember he kind of jumped up yeah. and then went straight back. Right, right. Um, yeah. That's scary to see. Yeah. So what was your initial thoughts? I, I didn't know what to think. I was like, okay, at least they haven't said he died. If, if that was the thing that was giving yes. me hope. <laughs> I didn't get any comments that he's gone and he passed away. So the, the, the more time went on and I didn't hear that, I started praying and believing that, okay, this, this could be a turnaround. He can get a turnaround. He's on his way to the hospital. Mm -hmm anything's possible yeah. you know that that kept me hope the more i didn't hear uh he's deceased yeah gave me hope but i also like you i thought the thought it was very uh the word freaky is is exactly right because how many games have been played how many guys have gotten hit so many different ways mm -hmm. but for this particular moment for this guy to get hit that way i couldn't help but feel like God is trying to tell us something. Yeah. I know people say we always want to turn everything spiritual, but um, I am a Christian and I am spiritual. So <laughs> uh, Amen. that is part of how I saw it. It's like, okay, God, you, you're trying to say something here. Yeah. You know, and immediately I started feeling, okay, what is he trying to say to us? Because that's not, this is not normal. This doesn't happen mm. every day at all. Yeah, yeah um, I know my uncle always says that football is America's God, little G, right? Mm -hmm. And I heard this pastor say, you know, you kind of see that on Super Bell Sunday. Oh, Super Bell, <laughs> right? <laughs> Alistair uh, Begg said, you see it on Super Bell Sunday. <laughs> Everybody's offering their, their sacrifices to football, right? Yeah. It takes the place of everything. Yeah. Everything yeah. shuts down on Super Bowl yeah. Sunday. It shows America with it. So the Lord is like, um <laughs> oh this time i'm gonna get your attention right and and uh it, it's painful Since i know where you are yeah. <laughs> i know who your god is and that's gracious right like right. the lord will even right. i'm not saying the lord wanted that to happen but he knew yeah right he yeah. knew that was gonna yeah. happen yeah. Yeah. so it's like um pain has a way of redirecting the human will more than anything when somebody's yeah. in pain life gets their attention c.s lewis has this great quote in this book the problem of pain mm -hmm. um and he says pain is god's microphone to humanity mm, wow wow that man that that came from up above bro that flesh and blood did not reveal reveal that to you yes my brother. <laughs> but That's he said pain yeah man yeah, he said pain yeah. is god's microphone to humanity. So let me just read some quick mm -hmm. um, headlines that stuck, that stuck out to me. Ryan Clark had a really good soliloquy on his um, segment when he was with SVP. He had a good antidote. He said um, about this, he says, so many times in this game and in our jobs as well, 
We use the cliches. I'm ready to die for this. I'm willing to give my life for this. It's time to go to war. And I think sometimes we use those things so much. We forget that part of living this dream is putting your life at risk. And tonight we got to see a side of football that is extremely ugly. A side of football that no one ever wants to see or ever wants to admit exists. Mm. Mm. Um, I remember watching the, the telecast and I remember seeing Lisa, Lisa Salters crying like mm-hmm. she couldn't. She was trying to control herself, but you can tell something's wrong. Like this is beyond football. Right. And she says um, in her quote, she said, it's, it's hard because this is a human being. And all you can really think about is I hope that guy's OK. We've seen players go down with head injuries before, and as horrible as that might sound, we've grown accustomed to it. I agree with her. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> and when he didn't give a thumbs up to the crowd, I think this entire stadium was just devastated. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's 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 true. That's how everybody felt watching that. You see, wow, in a moment. Yeah. In the twinkle of the eye. Yeah. Somebody's life changes. Yeah. Gone. Gone. Yes. Yes. And I think right. she said it right. Like you see head injury, you like, oh dad. But concussions are so becoming so just it's not rare anymore. Right. It's normal. It's, it's normal. normal. You kinda like that. I hope you're alright. Yeah. 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 But when he ain't get up and nine minutes go past and he's still laying there and now you seeing both teams come out. When they cancel the game, I said, bro, something wrong. Definitely. Definitely. I ain't never see somebody cancel a game. No, no, not at all. And that was a in very, my life. That was a very important game. Yeah. I think it was That's supposed to. Some, uh, right. <laughs> it was a very important game. But I think it speaks to <clears throat> in life, there's no such thing as your time. Come on. We're on his time. <laughs> and it doesn't matter what your plan is. It doesn't matter what your preparation is. It doesn't matter what your status is. It doesn't matter how much money you make. It doesn't matter how deep the details on, well, when I do this, I'm going to make a difference. When that time comes, it's going to come. Come on. <laughs> and none of what you think or desire about it. That's why the Bible says give no thought for tomorrow. <laughs> James for what? That's it. it. It'll take care of itself. Come on. You know? <laughs> Come on. For there's enough going on today. So we have to very be, I, I think it really did for me. It reminded me, and I think, and I really do believe God allows these things to take place. I call them life interruptions mm-hmm. to take place to help us to reprioritize what's important. Come on. You know, the pandemic was a big thing mm-hmm. for a lot of people for a while, but then when you get back, and the pandemic wears off and people are just getting sick. They're not dying anymore. Mm -hmm. We go back to the norm. But what I believe God is constantly saying to us, remember me, I'm here. You need me. Mm -hmm. No matter how far, how much money you get in that contract, Mm -hmm. no matter how successful you become, you need me. And this reminds us when when life uh, interruptions happen that way a car accident somebody dies your child mm-hmm. dies or whatever the case may be that shocks you come on stuns you yeah i think the entire i would say football world but even my wife who does not even like sports was stunned that night in the midnight hour she's on the um, uh internet trying to find out how is he doing don't know him but it was that impactful when that young man uh, had that deaf deaf experience actually it was that impactful that it made her even be concerned about him to the point let's pray so i i, I don't want to get into god causing and stuff like yeah, that yeah, i don't yeah, want to yeah. get into we that but i do know <laughs> for a fact that he uses moments like this mm-hmm. to remind us he's got to be first come on He's got to be first. Come on. And, and nothing we have planned interrupts his plan. Yeah. Tony it's Evans came out with a book with his family called Divine Interruptions, right? Which mm-hmm. you kind of talking about him. Mm-hmm. And this, I think mm-hmm. after his, his wife died, it's kind of, this is really good. It's pretty, it's, I seen snippets and it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. But life interruption made me think about that. Mm-hmm. Also, like in the book of Luke, when you were saying, you don't know when it's going to happen, mm-hmm. no matter how rich you are, you got Jesus giving this parable in the book of Luke when he was like, he tells a story about this rich man who, like, 
I got money. Yeah, I can kick yeah, back now. Yeah. I'm I'm good. Yeah. Instead of giving it to the poor, now nah, I'm gonna build a bigger barn, yeah. right? And I'm gonna store way more yeah. stuff in there. And I'm a I'm a coast a little bit. I'm gonna sit back and chill. And Jesus says, "You fool, you fool, your Cause soul, fool. <laughs> your soul <laughs> is required. Required of you tonight." <laughs> yes. <laughs> to your point, right? Definitely. To your point, like your Definitely. soul is required of you tonight. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. was rich. Yeah. He ain't no worries in the world. But the biggest worry everybody got in the world is death. That's it. That's and it. as Christians, we can we can boast because of the resurrection of Christ. Mm-hmm. And we know that we live eternally because he does. We can boast, oh death, where's your sting? But That's only it. the Christian can boast that. Oh yeah, definitely. Right? Definitely. And Hebrews talks about, you know, <laughs> how Satan had the power of death. Mm-hmm. You know the fear of death. Mm-hmm. He reigned over, but Jesus came and snatched that away. And Hebrews talks about that. That's it. So as a Christian, as a Christian, what we thinking through, we can look at death and have a different perspective. Yeah. That does not mean we're not scared of it, the unknown of it, but we have a different perspective because exactly. we have a hope deeper than this world. Yeah. Right. When that's you live for end. this world, yeah. When you live for this world, that's all you inherit. Mm-hmm. This world. Mm-hmm. But we know this world is fastly. It's fastly. Fading away. That's what the Bible says, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's fading away with all this lust. Yeah. All the yeah. glitz and glamours of this world, because it's glitz and glamours. That's right? It. That's it. It's fading away. That's quickly. it. Quickly. That's it. One day it's going to be a volcano. It's going to burn up. So I think that was good. The joker also, like in Proverbs, said, man plans, but God laughs. That's it. Laughs at his plans. That's it. <laughs> God laughs at man's plans. And then, uh, the joker says something that was really interesting one time in the dark night. He mm-hmm. says... You know, when when the gangster gets killed, nobody really cares because it's like, well, that's the type of life you live. Mm-hmm. You know, live by the sword, die by the sword. Mm-hmm. But when an old person dies, it's nothing like that's what's just supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. He says, but when I say I'm going to blow up the mayor, mm-hmm. everybody freaks out. Mm-hmm. He said, that's what I'm after. And there was some truth in it. Because it's it's the Demar Hamlin stuff. This dude is twenty two years old, eight years younger than me, in peak shape. Mm-hmm. He's the prototype of a healthy young man. Mm-hmm. That's not supposed to happen. That's not supposed to happen. Yeah, it was almost. It's, like, it's like, go ahead. So, no, I was gonna say it's almost like when Kobe, when when the plane went down for Kobe. I think it it just shocked him. That's not supposed to happen. Nah, he's at the prime of his time. You know, uh, in terms of. His life. second life, yeah. second career. He's able to be with his family. But these things, these incidents, life interruptions, are there to remind in a godless world Come on. <laughs> that Come on. without Christ, we, we are doomed. And this is it, no matter how much we have. And, and Kobe was able to have his, and I'm not no, going on Kobe too long, but uh, he, he was able to have his own helicopters, mm-hmm. jets, everything. Yeah. You know, but none of that protects you from this life yeah. situation and circumstance we need god come on only god can protect us only god can keep us in this world mm-hmm. and then if i if i leave here he's ready for me to leave here mm-hmm. i'm crossing over to another another type so it's not the end uh, uh my dad always says <laughs> it's not the the end when we die but it's the beginning of eternal come life come on Come so on. so we we're just transitioning. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> we just, we we're just, transitioning, you know. Yeah. And that's our hope. Yeah. That's our hope. That's our hope. That's man. our hope. We have a hope that outlives us. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. my 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 pastor often says for the Christian, um, the only hell that he experiences is earth. Mm-hmm. And for the unbeliever, the only heaven he experiences is earth. Mm, wow. Wow. Okay. Okay. It's yeah. <laughs> crazy, right? Yeah. So and and the Krishna outlives every trial. The Lord is faithful. We're gonna mm-hmm. outlive it, right? Mm-hmm. So I thought that was um that was really, really good. Um yeah. why that that sparks what was the that question. scripture that, that says many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord no. delivered them from the delivers them from all. We got a promise. One Come thing on. I've never seen, the righteous been forsaken. Bro. That's it. So I think that was I thought that was really uh cool. So um what makes life so fragile mr e (laughs) (laughs) because we are we're human we make we make more of ourselves than we ought to Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. 
Um, I was thinking about that today. How you know, all you have to do is stop washing, stop brushing your teeth, stop doing all of that, and you will find out you don't smell that good. <laughs> you are dirt, bro. You are dirt. You are not that special, not that wonderful. Yes, the Bible says we are fearfully and wonderfully made, and we are so created in His image and His likeness. And so that's the beauty part of us. Yeah. But the reality part of us is we're just that fragile. This this body is just that fragile in the context of anything. Heart could stop, brain could uh, seizures. All of that happens mm. that quickly. Mm. That's why. Uh, I, I love it. The old folks used to say, walk softly before the Lord. Carefully, right? You know, yeah. because, you know, you, you don't know. You you just, you, you think you know, but, but you, don't. you just don't know <laughs> from moment to moment. And yeah. it's not that we walk around scared all the time, but we recognize our frailty as a human being and mm. the possibilities of things happening, you know? Amen. So. Amen. I, I think Genesis 3 is the answer. Mm -hmm. I think the fall Mm -hmm. I think that sums up why this life is so fragile because you get Genesis one and two where the Lord is just life is springing up out of everywhere. Mm -hmm. Life is in the cosmos. Life is in the garden. Life is in animals. And then you get the crown, mm -hmm. jewel creation, mm -hmm. humanity, and life is springing and you name and stuff. And then God puts a man to sleep and creates a woman, another life. And everything's just producing that his own kind. And it's this beautiful picture of God's intention for mm -hmm. humanity made made humanity in his own image mm -hmm. not because he needed them but because he's god's a giver he wants mm -hmm. to share what he has he had it he put his affection on a people so they can see how good this glorious god is and ultimately to give god glory that's why humans were created right isaiah i formed them for my glory mm -hmm. so i think that <laughs> the fall of mankind makes life fragile there was no mention of death until yeah, well, that, death and well god up. tells them Adam, keep die. my word mm -hmm. if you take it you gonna die mm -hmm. so that's the first time death and what was death clean what was death attached to god's word mm -hmm. so you got to answer the question why do people die that's a quick good question you can say natural causes all you want that's not the answer mm -hmm. so a new thing i've been telling people is our problem is not cultural or societal or a nationalist thing or a gender thing our problem is is a, is a genesis thing mm -hmm. we have a genesis problem mm -hmm. that's where everything falls mm -hmm. so for me like life is fragile because god says do not and humanity says i will it's death in that mm. it's a death sentence to disobey god and there's no other way to get around that mm -hmm. and god was gracious enough to not kill him right then and there wasn't he and then the same god says but I'm going to kill something else that does not deserve to die because you deserve to die. And I said you was going to die. Mm -hmm. And in some ways, they did die spiritually right then and there, right? Mm -hmm. Ephesians 2. But God says, nope, I'm going to kill this animal who's done nothing, who's innocent, and I'm going to clothe you with that. And that's obviously symbolic of what Christ is going to ultimately do, mm -hmm. right? For the foundation of the world where the lamb right. was provided. Mm -hmm. But I think the fall is where, where we see it, right? So I'm just going to skip down to... Uh, verse this is chapter three this is Genesis chapter three and this is where the Lord is kind of like cursing stuff <laughs> giving people their consequences so in verse 13 Genesis 3 13 he says then the Lord said to the woman what is this you have done the woman said the serpent deceived me and I ate there we go blame game <laughs> mm -hmm. so the Lord God said to the serpent because you have done this cursed are you above all livestock and all wild animals you will crawl on your belly, belly, <laughs> belly, and you will eat dust all the days of your life. And I will put enmity between you and the woman and between your offsprings and heir and hers. He will crush your head and you will strike his heel. To the woman, he said, I will make your pains in childbearing very severe. With painful labor, you will give birth to children. You desire, your desire will be for your husband and he will rule over you. Verse 17, to Adam, he said, because you listened to your wife and ate fruit from the tree, which I commanded you, you must not eat from it. Cursed is the ground because of you. Through painful toil, you will eat food from it all the days of your life. It will produce thorns and thistles for you, and you will eat the plants of the field. 
By the sweat of your brow, you will eat your food until you return to the ground, since from it you were taken. For dust you are, and to dust you will return. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. God extracted judgment on humanity. But it's weird. God never, he didn't curse humanity. He cursed the serpent. Mm-hmm. He cursed the ground, but he never cursed humanity mm-hmm. in his love. Mm-hmm. Because curse me, you ain't... That's not coming back. Mm-hmm. You can't overturn a curse. Not even in Disney movies. <laughs> <laughs> right. 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 You know, he never cursed humanity, but he judged them. Mm-hmm. And from there, look at the look at the text. You get marital strife. It's gonna be enmity. You're gonna desire his position. And God's like, not gonna have it. Mm-hmm. Something as beautiful as a baby coming into the world, new life, it's gonna hurt. Mm-hmm. That's why I heard people say baby come baby comes in the world crying because they know it's gonna hurt. <laughs> <laughs> you get why is work so hard? Genesis. Mm-hmm. I tell my kids all the time, you know why homework is hard? Genesis. <laughs> right, right. You know why you don't want to do homework? Genesis. You know why you don't want to read? Genesis. <laughs> Cause it's hard work. Yeah. So work is curse. Marriage is curse, right? We have this tension. And enmity going on, thorns and thistles. So you have to work really, really hard to just get a thorn or a thistle. Where at first, plants was just sprouting out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's perfect paradise. So I think the fragility of life comes from sin. In a nutshell. Yeah. True. Right? In a True. nutshell. And I think one more passage that confirms that is Romans 8. It's uh, 19. For creation... Oh, no, no, no. Let's start. Present suffering and future glory. This is Romans 8, 18. I consider that our present sufferings are not worth comparing with the glory that will be revealed in us. For the creation waits in eager expectation for the children of God to be revealed. For the creation was subjected to frustration, not by his own choice, but by the will of the one who subjected it in hope that creation itself will be liberated from its bondage to decay and brought into the freedom and glory of the children of God. We know that the whole creation has been groaning as in the pains of childbirth right up into this present time. That's, I think that explains it well. Mm-hmm. All of creation is groaning, bro, because of sin. True. Damar Hamlin, the cancer of a four-year-old dying. All of these are to remind us, remind us everything, all those hard, the hurricanes that striking the earthquakes and the tsunamis mm-hmm. and the car accidents and the abortions and the miscarriages and the divorce. All that stuff is to remind us something is wrong. Again, pain is God's microphone to humanity. All this is to show you're missing me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're not in relationship with me. And when you get in relationship with me, that doesn't stop it. Because it's here. But now you have light to see. At least I know why. Yeah. This is the way it is. And power over it. And you have power over mm-hmm. it. That don't mean you won't be subject. Christians get cancers. Christians die from cancer. Mm-hmm. It probably was Christians in those buildings during 9-11. Christians mm-hmm. probably died. Firefighters probably Christians probably died. Mm-hmm. So that doesn't remove us from death. Jesus died. Mm-hmm. <laughs> A mm-hmm. brutal death. But what I'm saying is, if we know how something happened... We can start working backwards. And this is not the last time something like this will happen because we live in a world mm-hmm. like this. And you kind of saw everybody wanted to go straight to solutions. How do we prevent? How do we prevent? How do we prevent? Mm-hmm. And it's not just the Mar Hamlin's anything. When the school shooting happened, how do we prevent it? You can't. You mm-hmm. can't. I mean, mm-hmm. you can try. You can do a mm-hmm. lot of stuff, but you're not stopping evil. Right. Just right. not doing it. Right. And it sounds cold and callous, especially if you have a child that maybe been lost to this stuff. What I'm saying is, this is a deeper problem that happened before you and I were even here, bro. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And until Christ comes and make all things new, he brings the new creation and the new earth. That's where we put our hope in. Mm-hmm. That's the hope of our salvation. That one day God's going to wipe every tear from our eye. Where do mm-hmm. tears come from? Pain. Sometimes joy. It's going to come from the suffering mm-hmm. and the agony and the pain of living in a sinful world. Give what you said earlier. Beauty for ashes. Beauty for yeah, ashes. I know yeah. I just did on like a whole little soliloquy. But that's what I was thinking mm-hmm. when I think about the fragility of the world. It's kind of like a theological perspective. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Definitely. <laughs>
Any comments? No, 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 no debates there. You, you're absolutely right. No, I, I totally agree with that. You're absolutely right. Yeah, I, I think, think it too, was winsome what you said too. I'm not taking away from. I think you. No, put no, it no, no, way, no, like, no, no. I, I, I think um, because towards the end, just, just to be clear that we do have a hope. Yes. You know, no matter how bad it seems or how bad it feels, we do have a hope. Mm-hmm. And that's in Christ Jesus. Yeah. And it's almost like we don't want to say, you know, because you're doomed, don't wear seatbelts. Don't worry about exactly. it. Exactly. You're going to crash. Exactly. Anyway. That's not why. Yeah, you, know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, Christ Christ gives us wisdom and yeah. we get understanding through Christ Jesus. So, yes, what Adam and Eve did, Christ undid in second Adam. Yeah. And being the second Adam and gave us a hope that we don't have to fear those things Come we on. don't have to be afraid of these things yeah. because we have understanding through Christ. like you said the light is turned on mm-hmm. the power is generated when we have christ jesus so i can navigate through these things and if it happens to me if those things happen to me because things happen to us just like like you said mm-hmm. to other people i still have a hope and it's not just happening for nothing there's a purpose in this uh, I, I believe we are, the Bible says um, in Romans 12, 1, being a living sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Uh, that means our lives, not just our words, because our words could be elegant and dependent on, uh, dependent upon the level of study you have. Our words can flow. But a lot of times God will allow things to happen to you that nobody can hear your words. We couldn't hear uh, uh, DeMar's words. Mm-mm. Nothing was being said. But we were watching God move. Yeah. We were watching God move. We had a CPR guy show up on the scene. Mm -hmm. Just so happened to be there. He should have been there. That was good. But he just so happened to be there. How many times have people entered into your life that just so happened to be there? God was orchestrating it. He knew this was going to happen. I I tell people all the time, nothing takes God by surprise. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't care what you go through. You did not surprise God. God was not surprised. The The reality of it is, is that he already made a way of escape. He already made an opportunity yeah. for us to be able to endure it mm-hmm. and overcome it yeah. through Christ Jesus Christ. So yeah. we have a hope. And I need, and I, I, I always love to remind people of that. We yeah. have a hope. Yeah, we more than conquerors in Christ. Yeah, we are overcomers, yes. man. And even going forward, we talked about hope um, and the Christian hope. We see in verse 23 of Romans 8, it says, not only so, but we ourselves who have the first fruits of the spirit mm-hmm. grown inwardly as we wait eagerly for our adoption to sonship, the redemption of our bodies. Mm-hmm. For in this hope we were saved, but hope that is seen is no hope at all. Who hopes for what they already have? But if we hope for what we do not have, we wait for it patiently. So it is both of us struggle. The world is groaning. We groaning too because we like, man, I want redemption. Mm-hmm. Man, I want this new body. Man, I want to be with my faith. I want to be my savior. Paul deals with this. We like, I, I want to stay for your sake yeah. so you can see salvation. But I want to go because yeah, I want to be with yeah. my father. I want to be with Christ. <laughs> and it is like that conflict for every true yeah, Christian. Yeah. You know what I mean? But the worldly people can understand that too. Like, uh, my body hurts, so I want to go. I, I just want to be rid of this pain, but I don't want to leave my children. So they can get it in that sense as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I think what we present as Damar, as believers, we're looking at it deeper. Like, yeah, this was a tragedy, but look how God moved. And what is he trying to teach us? Because that's, that's the next question you got to ask. And I think we, it's an article that I wrote, uh, I read by Krishna, uh, the Christian Post. And he, he was getting to that question just like, what does this say about us? Mm-hmm. Should it make, and my, my dad was saying earlier, it should teach us that life is short and we shouldn't waste it or be distracted. Mm-hmm. We are very distracted people yeah. and we are very ignorant people, yeah. right? Um, Ephesians says, walk, be careful how you walk, walk thoughtfully mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in this dark and evil age. Mm-hmm. And Paul said, Man, I'm not beating my, I'm not beating the air. Mm-hmm. He said, every step is with intention. 
Yeah. Every yeah. step is purposeful. Everything I do is pur- purposeful. I ain't wasting no time. Right. I'm not right. distracted from what's most important. Mm-hmm. And that's how we're supposed to walk. And I think these moments open your eyes to like, man. Yeah. Uh, James is true when it says, yet you do not know what tomorrow will bring. What is your life? For you are a miss that appears for a little time and then vanishes. Mm-hmm. Instead, you ought to say, if the Lord wills, we will live and do this or that. As it is, you boast in your arrogance. All such boasting is evil. Evil. We wouldn't say that. Wow. We just say, man, we take it for granted. No, Jesus said you evil, bro. Evil. <laughs> That's, That's Jesus' it. brother, bro. That's it. That's it. <laughs> he said you evil. You evil for thinking mm-hmm. that you just going to live. Man, every breath that you have is mercy. You don't That's deserve it. it. That's it. That's God it. is merciful. So how does that change our outlook? I think you just yeah. answered that uh, very well. Um and what you, you know, when, we, when you were talking about the um, paramedic uh, guy that was there, mm-hmm. I'm calling him a paramedic, I guess. Yeah. Um, that gave him the CPR. Um, I was thinking about how we have no idea the level that God wants to use, the training that he's given us yeah. until the opportunity shows up. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember uh, when I first met my father-in-law, he was... Um, diagnosed with cancer and uh, they gave him a few weeks to live and I met him and uh, he said "Uh, son I want you to pray for me and um, I said okay and so I did the traditional thing grabbed his hand he rips his shirt open and places my hand on his tumor it's huge it it Stunned me for a moment, you know, because I didn't expect that. Yeah. But we prayed for him. God gave him mercy to have five years. Mm. And I don't say this because of me. Right. All the glory goes to God. But because of that moment that I had been praying, Lord, what to say to him, because I knew I was going to meet him. And he had faith. But when the faith connected, because the Bible says two or three touching agree on anything. He wanted healing. I wanted him to be healed. We touched and agree on anything. God gave him five years. And not only did God give him five years, but it was a situation his son was going through. He allowed him to be there for his son, the endurance of that problem. (laughs) And after his son came out, about six months after that, that's when he went on. And so what I'm saying to you is, is that you don't have any idea how God or when God is going to use you, just like that paramedic. He just came to a game. Mm-hmm. But he had no idea God was going to use him to help save another man's life yeah. that night. He prepares for that all the time, yeah. but that doesn't happen all the time. Yeah. So never take for granted what God is putting in you and what God is giving you and what he's allowing you to do when you're getting called to pray or you're learning his word. God is preparing you for something Come on. and not just for the the spotlight you know yeah. we got social media now so yeah. everybody likes the spotlight yeah but it's the behind the scenes the scenes that nobody sees the yeah. times that nobody knows about yeah when he'll call on you to show up and 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 help somebody's life and peter i was thinking about peter how peter had no idea <laughs> when he said he was going to drop everything to follow Jesus, that there was a day of Pentecost that he was going to stand up and preach <laughs> a sermon that would save lives. He, he wasn't just saved for himself, but he was going to help save lives. So I, I, I looked at that, that paramedic in a special way, too, because we have to be ready as Christians. We have to be ready to show up when the opportunity comes and not just show up uh, because we're going to get, I don't even know the guy's name, <laughs> yep. but, but, but many times it's those that we don't know their name that God uses in a mighty way. We was talking earlier about Ananias. Yeah. Uh, if I was to throw Ananias name out, most people may not know, but everybody knows Paul. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. one day God told Paul, and Ananias, I want y'all to hook up. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I, I want to do a work. Yep. You know, Paul go to his house, Ananias, I'm sending Paul yep. to your house. You yep. know, and he gets there. And because of Ananias, yes to God, mm-hmm. 
he prepares Paul and gets ready for his journey and his ministry. Mm -hmm. So we never know. It's uh, everybody might not know your name, yeah. but when you say yes to God, He'll use you in a mighty way. Yeah. Do they know your name? If they don't know your name, but know your God was better. That's it. You know what I'm saying? That's like it. if they don't know your name, but know your God was better. But you got you got this fighting because in the last days, Paul said people will be lovers itself. You see it, TikTok. YouTube, social media, Instagram, Facebook, loves yourself. Mm -hmm. So you got to fight against that. I got to fight against that, right? Um, two things you say, and you're going to laugh, right? When you're talking about the CPR. Look at the, I read this in Proverbs. He says, Do you see someone skilled in their work? They will serve before kings, they will not serve before officials of low rank. That dude was skilled in his work. Wow, yeah. And he was able to serve on a nationwide broadcast. Yeah. Because he was skillful and diligent in his work. Yeah. We are called to be diligent workers, and God used that man. I don't know if you're a Christian or not, but he used them. He used them, and he was skilled in his work. And he <laughs> was placed before the whole world to save this young man's life. And then the doctors that got him there and recovered them, they were skilled in their work. And they got national coverage for that. Can I just you think imagine? that proverb is true, bro. Can you imagine if he said, uh, no, nah, I can't do it. Yeah. Nah, nah I can't. Nah, I'm off duty today. Whole, yeah, yeah. Or, or, or I just don't feel like I could do that. Yeah, like no confidence. <laughs> you know yeah, 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 yeah. That, that's that's why that's why uh, we have to fear not. Real because, quick, because I want look, look, look. Yeah. I, Elizabeth Elliot, uh, uh, Elizabeth Elliot, old school saint. She says, um, <laughs> "Fear, as far as fear, she said, um, if fear is holding you back." From what God is calling you to do. <laughs> she said, do it by being scared. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, because you're yeah, scared. Cause you just do it scared. Because <laughs> you need to do it. Just, that's kind of to your point. Yeah. Because, just, yes, do not fear doesn't mean that you won't fear. He's telling you right, don't because you right. will. Well, do it scared then. Do it scared. Right. Do it scared. Right. right? right because right. as you do it, and I've seen this in my life when I have to confront people mm -hmm. that I'm scared of. Like they could do physical harm to me. And I'm like, look, I'm touch I'm like my hands shaking. I'm scared. I'm shaking in my boots. But I'm gonna say it, and as you talking, it's like the spirit is just strengthening you and strengthening you yeah. and strengthening you. That's to it. To your point, like That's it. okay, if you if it's fear, do it fearful. I tra <laughs> I trained you for this. You know, I prepared you for this. For such a time as for this. For such a time as this. I, I remember uh, Peter came to Jesus on the boat and said, uh, aren't you, don't you care that we're perishing? I mean, this storm is going on. You're asleep. <laughs> well, you go a little further down in Acts, and the Bible says Peter's in prison, <laughs> fast asleep. God had prepared him for this. Yeah. You've been prepared for this moment. All you have mm -hmm. to do is just show up. You know, and I believe that's what God uses to impact and influence yeah. people's lives. Yeah, I think that was that was good. And I think Joseph's story is is beautiful as we wrap up. I think Joseph's story is beautiful because I always think this is how I think I could be like theologically wrong as a bug. But I'm going to go with it. I'm going to speculate. <laughs> I said God creates problems for his children to solve so that he can get the glory. Mm. God creates problem problems for his children to solve so that he can get the glory. Why do I say that? Egypt had a big problem mm. and they didn't think that a boy in the dungeon would be able to solve it. Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. God knew that famine was coming. He sent it. Mm -hmm. My servant's there. He's going to show y'all who the true and living God is. That Egypt, you ain't that strong. A famine can wipe you out. Mm -hmm. But a servant in this dungeon who you forgot about and who's, who's unjust unjustly there, by the way, he didn't do anything wrong from the get-go. He's But he's going to be the one that's going to save your nation. And he's going to do it because I know that he'll give me the glory. Mm. Yeah. God creates problems for his children to solve mm -hmm. so they can get the glory. And I got that from Joseph life that's in the bible i didn't need to get that from psychology books or a ted talk <laughs> definitely <laughs> the bible talks about this definitely. stuff man and i think yeah. that um i just think that was beautiful when you're talking about the cpr dude thing yeah. so as we wrap up because we're about to be out of this joint yeah. we're about to be out of this let me uh read psalms 90 and then i'll actually last question not the whole thing i want to start in verse 
I don't even know the verses. I'm just going to read that joint. But this song, <laughs> it's, it's 1 through 12, but I forget what verse it starts. Um, but it says, Lord, you have been our dwelling place in all generations before the mountains were brought forth. Or ever you had formed the earth and the world from everlasting to everlasting, you are God. You return man to dust and say, return, O children of man, for a thousand years in your sight are but as yesterday when it is past, or as a watch in the night. You sweep them away as a flood. They are like a dream, like grass that is renewed in the morning. In the morning it flourishes and it is renewed. In the evening it fades and withers. For we are brought to an end by your anger. By your wrath we are dismayed. You have set our iniquities before you, our secret sins in the light of your presence. For all our days pass away under your wrath. We bring our years to an end like a sigh. The years of our life are 70, or even by reason of strength 80. Yet their span is but toil and trouble. Then they are soon gone and we will fly away. Who considers the power of your anger and your, and your wrath according to the fear of you? So teach us to number our days that we may get a heart of wisdom. That's God's word. Brevity of life, bro. Here today, gone tomorrow. We saw that on that football field. I'm going to let you close out with this last question. Um, keep it brief or as long as you want. But what did the response to his injury with prayers and thoughts reveal about our nation? Why did the United States get so religious? We are a nation that constantly rejects God, his word, and his authority. Why did everybody get so religious? Mm. <laughs> well, we are created in his image and his likeness. The Bible says the earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof and everything that dwells therein. So there's uh, something in humanity that seeks out for his creator mm -hmm. um, because he has created us and he loves us. I think all humanity does recognize, not all, but many, most of humanity does recognize the love of their father mm. and creation. Mm. <laughs> I believe we are his in Christ, but those that aren't saved are his in creation. So there's something, matter of fact, if you ever see somebody in the world that gets scared, they say, oh, God. Yep. Jesus. Jesus. It comes out natural. Nobody yeah. teaches them that. That nope. just comes out natural. Because even the winds of the, the, the seas and the waves will 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 cry out for him. And so in creation, that's natural for us to go straight to God help us. Mm -hmm. You know. But in reality, after the storm is over, after the trouble, whatever mm -hmm. it is, it's easy for mankind to go back into his normal routine of life, yep. living according to his own desires and his own ways. That's why I want to encourage people uh, at the end of this to uh, make a decision on Christ today. Um, Joshua said, as for me in this house, we will. He made a decision, serve the Lord. Mm -hmm. Make a choice. Don't wait till tomorrow. Don't wait until next week when I get back to church. You may not make it back to church. We see that. Don't wait until that. If this is anything we should learn from this whole situation is that tomorrow is not promise. Amen. All we have is today. Choose ye this day whom you will serve. Give your heart to Christ. Trust him to work out the rest. Don't even try to figure it all out. That's the problem. Mm -hmm. We want to figure it all out. He will walk walk you through it, but just give your heart to Christ Jesus. Yeah. Because I think that's what I know that that's what's important because TWA is not going to wait for you. Come on. <laughs> mm -hmm. If the airline ain't going to wait for you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when Christ comes for you, that's it. Yeah. That's all you have. Yeah. So don't get ready. Be ready. Amen. And that's what I wanted to say. Amen. Just to follow up with that, I think we are all worshipers. We just don't know how to, how to truly worship. Mm -hmm. Jesus says those who worship the true and living God have to worship him in spirit and truth. Mm -hmm. Ephesians says that we're dead. We're spiritually dead, so we cannot get back to God. But I guess the what I, what I was thinking through is Romans 1, uh, where it says the wrath of God is verse 18. The wrath of God is being revealed from heaven against all godliness. And the wickedness of people who suppress the truth by their wickedness. What does that mean? People know that God exists, right, Mr. E? People know that he exists, yeah. but they let TV, entertainment, atheism, their situation, mm -hmm. their thoughts suppress them. 19. 
since what may be known about God is plain to them because God has made it plain to them. Isn't that what you just said? Mm -hmm. Talk about creation. Verse 20, for since the creation of the world, God's invisible qualities, his eternal power and divine nature have been clearly seen, being mm -hmm. understood from what has been made so that people are without excuse. Here we go. Wow. For although they knew God, they neither glorified him as God nor gave thanks to him. But their thinking became futile and their foolish hearts were darkened. Although they claimed, although they claimed, I lost where I was. Where was I? Oh, verse 22. Although they claimed to be wise, everybody think they smart. They became fools. And exchange the glory of the immortal God for images made to look like a mortal human being and birds and animals and reptiles. When you don't worship right, ladies and gentlemen, you become a fool. And you are left to the devices of your dark heart. But Jesus says, I'm the light of the world. Jesus promised in Ezekiel that he's going to give you a new heart. God's going to make a new covenant, and give you a new heart. The reason you say God is because his law is written on your heart, as the Bible says. Mm -hmm. So, yes, it is natural for man to turn to God in pain. And when something's wrong, it is natural. But to keep turning to him is supernatural. Mm -hmm. It's a supernatural work of the spirit. We pleading with you, ladies and gentlemen, life is short, even for a young man. Mm -hmm. People dropping like flies. Where are you? If God told you your soul is required of you tonight, mm -hmm. are you going to be with him in eternity or are you going to go to hell? Mm -hmm. That's the question of life. It hangs in between the balance of heaven and hell. Where are you going after this? By God's grace, we prayed and he delivered the mm -hmm. He may not be gracious or that may not happen for the next person. By God's grace, we got to witness that. And I'm, I'm excited. I pray that this cause revival. Amen. I'm praying for that. I'm not Amen. praying that people go back to normal. Amen. I'm praying that they see that life is short. Yeah. And I'm glad that they saw it on a football field, which is America's God. Sports, mm -hmm. people worship at the temple of sports. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think the word of God is true. That's why we say it. Oh, man. Amen. So I'm thankful, man. I'm thankful. <laughs> I think there's been a great podcast. Again, I was joined by the sage, the wise one, the pastor, <laughs> Mr. Eric Talbot. And I am Dez Boots. Here at Life Podcast, we try to filter our thoughts through God's thoughts. We try to filter our ways through God's ways, and we try to filter our perspectives through God's perspectives. We try to live out God's word in God's world so that we can affect the world by God's word. This has been a Life Podcast. Say bye to the people, Mr. E. Hey, see y'all later, man. Give your life to Jesus. He's the <laughs> best decision you will ever make. He's the best thing. Pray for the <laughs> smoothest man in the land. Yeah. Pray for the levitating one, Dave Oost. Dave I Oost. am Dez Oost. This has been a light <laughs> podcast. Hope you enjoy. Peace.